It is Tuesday, and that means time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Have you looked at car prices recently? Uh, let's get the latest on that from our good friend Paul Eisenstein, who's publisher and editor-in-chief at TheDetroitBureau.com. Hey, Paul. Hey, guy. Good to be with you. So you've been analyzing these prices. How much have they gone up, and are they showing any signs of moderating? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If you want to spend a lot of money, just walk into a U.S. car dealer right now, and you're going to get nailed. Uh, this, this number, when I saw it, just blew me away. The average car and truck, you know, the average that was sold last month, went out the door for 42258 that was up almost $1,000 from just May and $2,500 from June of last year. And even worse, it's up about $6,000 from the beginning of 2020. Wow. So does that tell you that because of stimulus money or maybe savings, the people are getting it fully loaded? Or it's just the fact that there's such scarcity out there that uh, the, the, the supply cannot keep up with the demand? The answer is yes. Uh, it's all of these. First of all, you remember that we had a long shutdown of the North American Manufacturing Network back last spring, spring 2020. Uh, that led to shortages to begin with. That's complicated as the industry was trying to catch up by the shortage of computer chips. And that's been a major issue. You know, a lot of plants are down, whether it's for a day, a week, a month. Uh, so that's complicated matter. We have lower inventory than we have seen perhaps since I started covering the auto industry uh, four decades ago. It's it's quite yeah. crazy. So there's a lot of products you simply can't get without waiting for a month or two or three right now. Uh, the computer chip uh, problem, raw material prices, those have gone up. So that's driving costs up. And then back to your point. People have been tending, not just in recent months, but the last several years, number one, moving from car to more expensive light trucks, pickups, and SUVs, uh, but they've also been loading their vehicles up with more and more new features. And that's not surprising, because remember that new car sales go out only to a very small percentage of the American public, and those mm -hmm. people tend to be more affluent than we think, so they tend to, to be in the mood to, to load up when they can. Here's the bad thing, though, Guy. The run-up in prices of new cars has also driven used car prices to record levels. You can get crazy amounts of money right now, even for a vehicle with 100,000 miles or more on the odometer. i got to ask you, uh, there, there's a story out yesterday that Ford, because empty lots can be a real drag for these dealers, that they actually may consider shipping chipless cars and trucks that can't be sold off the lot, but at least it fills up, it makes the inventory look bigger, and at least people can see that there are cars and trucks in the pipeline, so it's kind of priming the pump. Good idea, and are, are dealers on board with that? Uh, you know, I think some dealers will like having something on the lot. Uh, I think that the other hand, when you tell people, oh, that's just for show, we can't sell it to you, that may tick them off even more than if there were just a few cars on the lot. So I'm not sure it's a great idea. Uh, we have seen automakers also take off some components 
GM on a couple of pickups uh, eliminated uh, some of the special fuel-saving technology, uh, reducing mileage on some Silverado models by about a mile a gallon. Uh, we've seen some safety features. Now I'm talking the advanced driver assistance stuff, not not your basic technology. But some of that has been left off on vehicles to get the uh, get the vehicles out into showrooms. So uh, you are seeing manufacturers do everything they can. Here's the flip side, though. Almost everybody agrees that the reality is that consumers are more willing to wait than we traditionally thought. The old rule was that if you didn't see it on the dealer's lot that day, you wouldn't buy, you'd go somewhere else. Well, we're finding a very high percentage of people are actually winding up waiting, placing orders for sometimes a two- to three-month wait. And uh, so that's a big thing. And by the way, as a result, we're seeing record profits. Uh, I believe it was AutoNation that just came in a couple days ago with triple their profits a year ago. And they just absolutely blew out the forecast from Wall Street. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting where this shakes out. I, the demand is not going away, that's for sure, Paul. And uh, uh, I, I, I am intrigued by uh, this idea of sending the super, you know, a car without a super a chip uh, a conductor, a semiconductor rather, in, onto a lot. And, you know, it was supposed to abate by August. It's showing no signs of that. And uh, and it's got to get fixed one way or another. We always appreciate our chats, Paul. Take care. We certainly uh, look forward to the next time. Good to be with you as always. When we come back, white boy Rick, Rick Wershey, suing the FBI. <laughs> 